What's Buzzing Podcast. I'm your host, Sam Degnan, and along with me, Michael Fraley. So we're back to movies today. Um, since sports are coming back up, we'll do a little more. I mean, NBA comes back in, on Thursday. Have you been watching any of the scrimmages, Mike? Um, I've watched a couple. I mean, I watched like the beginning of a couple. Like I was watching the Lakers Magic one today. Yeah, I watched that too. Yeah, they they take they don't play the stars a lot, so they're kind of like they're just kind of submit. Yeah, like it's, it's something to watch. Um, I watched a bit of baseball yesterday too. Yeah, want want to know? Yeah, I I can't even lie though. Like, I like baseball, but I watched like five innings of a game, and I was just bored. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I was just bored. Well, you're not alone. Yeah. But um, after seeing some. Instagram comments earlier this week on one of our posts, uh, we knew that there was a pressing issue that needed to be addressed um, in the movie world. And that is our definitive, you know, um, top 11 Star Wars movies. I mean, since there's only 11, but yes, I mean, Mike and I will differ on, I know we'll differ on a couple movies, but overall, I mean, there's a general list that people should follow when it comes to these movies and yeah. When we saw like Attack the Clones at number two, not gonna name names. Guy. Not gonna name names. Uh, no, no names will be named. But I think, but I think there it just needs to be addressed. So we're gonna go through this similar to as how we did the last episode with our top ten players. Um, we'll switch off back and forth. So Mike, why don't we get into it? Let's hear your your worst Star Wars movie. Um. All right. So the very worst Star Wars movie, I think, and. You know, you can, I think there's like two or three you can debate for this, but it really doesn't matter because they're all shit at the end of the day. But my very worst movie is The Phantom Menace coming out, starting up at number 11 here. Okay. Um, This is just like, to be honest, I watched this movie when I was in like seventh grade. I haven't watched it since. I don't remember too much about it. Like I, I thought Qui-Gon was kind of a cool character, Liam Neeson. Yeah. Um. I thought they could have done more with him. Darth Maul was cool too. I like yeah. Darth Maul. He was by far the best part of this movie. Yeah. The lightsaber battle between Darth Maul, Qui-Gon, and Obi-Wan. Yeah. Probably like the only good part of that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking Jar Jar. Like, <laughs> what, what is what is the goal there? He's Why? actually, actually growing. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, after he became like a meme and like kind of a joke, I thought he's not, he's not as bad. Like, I didn't have this movie at 11, and like a couple of years ago, it definitely would have been 11. But I mean, I, I rewatched it a couple of weeks ago, and it's not nearly, I mean, it's pretty bad. But after seeing like what I saw recently, like there's no way I could put it at 11. Um, the stuff with like the midichlorians and like the force coming, like being a scientific thing rather than its own like spiritual thing was so stupid. And I was yeah. pretty bad while watching that. Yeah, they just like didn't. The, they just didn't need to do that. Yeah. Also, like the Trade Federation stuff was like pretty lame, like and kind of a snooze fest. But like Darth Maul was the best Darth thing. Darth Maul was awesome. I love Darth Maul. And also, like just the duel of the fates music at the end, like kind of made like I don't know, like kind of like I was like smiling like while watching that. So it kind of like wiped away like the last bit. One thing I would recommend though, like so, there's a YouTube video of George Lucas's initial reaction to watching this. Mm-hmm. And he just, like, it's the funniest thing ever. Like, the movie ends, he just, like, stares at the screen for, like, 10 seconds. He's just like, what 
what the fuck? Oh, <laughs> that, what the hell just happened? Oh, he thought it was terrible? Yeah. Didn't well, he, he was just like, he's like disappointed with it. Was he involved in making the movie? Or was he not? I don't know. I don't know if he was involved in the prequels, I think to be so. honest. But I no, it's just a, it's a funny video because he's like really disappointed with the final product. Yeah, but yeah, not too much else to say about the Phantom Menace. So, I I didn't even think that was the worst prequel movie to be honest. I um, yeah, that's fair. I I thought I thought Attack of the Clones was the worst, but I don't even have that at eleven. I have the Rise of Skywalker at, at eleven. And that's a fair point. I like that. I like it. Just overall was just such dog shit. I hated it so much. I watched it, I think, twice in theaters. First off, it was just. <sighs> okay, let's get into this. So, <laughs> just a sigh. Just a sigh. The dialogue. That's all you need to know about it. That's all you need to know about it. The dialogue is so bad in this movie. It's so it's bad. It's so bad. Like the first half hour, like, okay, I know they had to work around Carrie Fisher's untimely passing like rest in peace carry but just the dialogue between ray and like all these other characters was just so terrible also the opening crawl was by far the worst opening crawl i've ever seen in a movie like it just starts off emperor palpatine is back no explanation no explanation we have no clue how he came back he's just magical force i love how they i love how they like explained it in the press conferences before the movies too he's like sith have like these unexplainable abilities yeah fuck out of here no no thanks no i think um i think just the dialogue was terrible it was just so much exposition also like the plot revolving around these jedi holocrons just such a snooze fest also yeah like the first thing with just like kylo rampaging through and like killing all these like rebels in a montage it just felt so lazy like, I want to see that, like, actually happen. Like, you know, The Last Jedi sucks, but, you know, it had some cool moments. There were it no did. cool it moments definitely did. in this movie Yeah, at all. I did. The thing, too, about this, there's, like, there's these, there's these two random-ass, like, devices they use to find the Emperor. Just, like, no explanation. Oh, the Jedi knife? Yeah, just, like, like thrown in on. there for the, yeah, just some plot device. Like, that's how you know it's a shit movie. When you, do, when you don't even know what these random fucking things are. Also, like, the, this is more of, like, a gripe on the sequels, but, like, the locations for the sequels yeah. are just terrible. Like, at least the prequels had, like, Camino and Geonosis and Naboo, like, somewhat quotable. Like, I don't think I can name one, like, of the last two. Yeah, I agree. Maybe Crate from The Last Jedi, but, like, other than that, like, there was, there was no, like, good set pieces. Um, Ray, like, okay the performances in this movie and the sequels overall were great. Like the actors did nothing wrong. Like no I one, do. Yeah. Adam driver is Kylo Ren. Ren. He's the like, best part of these movies. He's great. Yeah. I think he's great. Who would you, what, who's the best part of these movies? Uh, Kylo Ren, Adam yeah. driver. He does also, a great like, job. Ray's like Daisy Ridley's like great became a star because of these movies. Same with like John Boyega and Oscar Isaac. Like they're all fantastic. It's just, their characters are just poorly so written bad. in the last two movies. They just are. And it's like, they, writing. For like the, they tried to make the trio of Rose, Poe, and Finn, like Luke, Leia, and Han. But the thing is, like, they were kind of separated during The Force Awakens. 
And I was like really excited for the last Jedi to bring them all together. And then they st- like stayed even more separated. Like they separated them even further. Like they put all three of them on separate parts of the galaxy. So you never got any of this like bonding to happen like they did in, you know, empire at least. And so when like they start like fighting in like the rise of Skywalker, it just feels like they hate each other. It just doesn't work at all. So I, I don't know. I just, that yeah. really frustrated me. Also, a couple more things and we'll move on. Um, Hux in this movie just gets totally, he gets totally belittled. And it like, it happened last movie as well, but like Hux in like The Force Awakens, and I'll get into this when I really put that movie on my list. He was like kind of intimidating. Like Hux, remember him? Like the, yeah. the general? And yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in the last movie, they have Snoke like slap him around, and then Kylo does it as well. And now he becomes like a like a spy, and then just randomly gets shot. Like it just uh-huh. I feel like it's all for laughs. It's so cheap. It's just so, it's so it's stupid. Terrible. And then well, yeah, they they, they went into it with no plan. They went in it with no plan. Well, no character arcs, no real plan for the three movie structure. And, like, that's what you get. You get these just shitty endings to everyone's character. Yeah. Also, they could have killed Chewie and 3PO, but they all just, like, they just, like, said psych, like, literally halfway through the movie. And, like, baked killed them just for, like, emotional value or emotional weight. And, like, it just didn't work. And also the ending. Oh, my God, the ending. It was just, like, the kiss. Are you serious? Oh, my God. God that was oh, so forced. Oh, my God. I forgot about that shit. The kiss was terrible. Also, like, Ray getting up to, like, all these, like, old Jedi saying, like, rise, rise, rise. Like, that was so cringy. It just didn't work. It was so cringy. Like, they went for it, and it just totally fell on its face. And I think yeah. it's by far the worst Star Wars movie. And then she just she steals the Skywalker name at the end, too. Oh, I know. I forgot about that. It's and like, they, no, you're not a Skywalker. You're just oh, not. Oh, Lando was in this movie? Remember when Lando was in this movie? Oh, and yeah. I forgot about that. Like, yeah. Lando, like, one of the best characters from the original trilogy was in this movie, and nobody remembers that. Dude. Yeah. Um, I, I, won't, I'll, I won't say much for this. I had Rise of Skywalker at 10. It's not much better than The Phantom Menace. Um. Yeah, we'll just go to your number 10 since we already just tore this movie apart. You know, okay, I originally had The the Last Jedi here. Um, but I'm going to move it up a little bit. I'm going to put Solo here. Like, Solo, mm-hmm. it's just like, meh. Like, I saw it once. Like, like Alden Ehrenreich, I think that's how you say his name, is like a good Han Solo. And, like, it's, like, kind of cool to see, like, Han and Chewie in action. But, I don't know. Like, I feel like this was a story that didn't need to be told, unlike Rogue it One. Not. It didn't at all. Like, also, they tried too hard to make, make Han the good guy, if you kind of notice that. Like, they always, like, put Han on the right side of, like, the, you know, yeah moral issues in the movie. Whereas, like, Han in The New Hope was, like, kind of a scoundrel. Or he, he yeah. was a scoundrel. And, like, you didn't know if he was going to be good. Or like if he wears allegiance war by the end of the new hope. So mm. it just didn't, I don't know. I thought it was fine. It's like, just like, dude, yeah. One of, well, I think Han was probably, I'd say he's probably my favorite character from the original trilogy. And one of the things I loved about him is just like, there's no backstory to him really, but that's good. It's like, he's more of this mysterious scoundrel. 
um, thief, whatever. And I think that just that adds to his character a bit. It's just like it's a clear cash grab too. So yeah. also also um like having Han like seeing Han with another love interest like is kind of weird. I don't yeah. know. I didn't I wasn't really a fan of that. But yeah. Also having Han like get his last name solo because he like is alone at like or is like his he gets separated from his his girl like he's like what's your last name he's like han and like looks around nobody's with them so like that felt so that that was so terrible that was like it was just such a stupid i don't know i feel like they tried way too hard with this movie and it just it just didn't work i don't i don't i don't remember any of the characters other than han and chewy yeah um I mean, you hit the nail on the head again. I had Solo at number nine. Yeah. It's just like, eh. I won't even say like, it's weird because I don't think it's, I don't think it's bad. No, it's, it's not, not bad. But I would still, it's still like pretty low in my rankings. Yeah, that's the thing though. Like, if you're going to like go for it, like, it didn't really go for anything. It was just like, it's kind just of a mad movie. And the fact that it was mad, like The Last Jedi, like, I thought that movie, it was really bold and it made some terrible choices, but at least it was bold. So like, I'm kind of rewarding that now by moving it up on my list because mm-hmm. at least it went for something, you know, and it may have totally fell on its face, but Solo didn't really go for anything. It was just like, yeah, we'll just leave this there. So I don't know. I think it's, I think it definitely deserves to be bottom of the list. So or that maybe. was your, that was your number 10. Yeah. Um, all right. So yeah, I had I had solo at nine, just for all the reasons we just mentioned. Nothing special. Just kind of there. I guess I guess I'll put I guess I'll put Attack of the Clones here. Um I thought Attack of the Clones was worse than Phantom Menace. Um I mean I get how they're like disputed, but this movie, first off, should be nowhere near the top four. Like definitely near the bottom. Should be nowhere in the top like two thirds. Yeah, it's just Star Wars movies. It's just again, it's like pretty boring as well. Like the stuff with Anakin and Obi Wan. Like, what's his? What's that? What's Anakin's actor's name? It's like Christian Aiden Christensen. Aiden Christensen. Like he was better in Revenge of the Sith. Than He's good. In- Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. But in this movie, he was just not very good at all. And mostly because, like, all of his lines, like, first off, the dialogue sucks. That's mostly just an issue with the prequels. Like, yeah, it's just not, like, quippy at all. It feels, like, super forced, really exposition heavy. And, like, the stuff with Anakin and, like, Padme is so bad. It's just a terrible – it's, like, really hard to watch. Like, those two, like, fall in love with each other. It's like not. It's like Natalie Portman's a good actress, you know. So it's it's either totally Hayden Christensen's fault or just the dialogue's fault. Or I, think, I think it's a combination of all that. Yeah. Honestly, like, dude, I don't. I really remember like two or three scenes from this movie. Yeah. Quite honestly, you know, to be fair, the stuff with Obi Wan and like going to Kamino uh, and like seeing all the clones um, is pretty interesting. Like, and it also did a lot for, like, the Clone Wars. So, I think, like, that's, 
I think that's one of the best parts of this movie. Also, like, Jango Fett's kind of interesting. I mean, we see more of Jango than we do of Boba, to be fair. How does he die again? Doesn't he get decapitated? Yeah, Mace decapitates him. Yeah. And I, I think I, they, they this movie kind of expands on, like, like the the Jedi Order, I guess, and, like, all those, like, like Kit Fisto and, you know, Plo Koon and all those, like, Jedi that aren't really named and, like, expands on, like, Yoda and Mace Windu. So I think that's, like, mm-hmm. positive. But this movie's really boring. Um, like, the final yeah. battle is, like, pretty bad with, like, CGI Yoda just flying all over the place. God, dude, yeah. I mean, that's, like, it's pretty cool, like, first time watching it, but then it's just, like... It goes on for a while and it's like nowhere near like as good as like the Yoda battle in Revenge of the Sith. Oh yeah. It's, it's not dude. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I had, uh, I had this movie at number eight for me. So kind of like we said, like, I, I mean, again, kind of like solo. I, I didn't think it was like the worst I'd ever seen. I just, I thought it was boring. It's just kind of, it's just there, you know? It, it's like, I, I think I love, I love Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan. In yeah. Schools. Um, and that's probably why I'm ranking this as high as I am, just because of him. Like, yeah. I think he does a great job. I think Obi-Wan is super likable. Yeah. I think definitely the best part of these prequels. Um, there's one, what the, I'm forgetting what it is specifically, but like the one big battle they have in like the, the arena. Yeah. I'm forgetting. That one, what that's a cool scene. I kind of like that. Yeah. On Geonosis. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, not much, not much going for it. Kind of like the other three I've mentioned. So that's my number eight spot. Yeah. I think that's, this is a good spot for it. Um, Okay, I guess I guess I'll put the Last Jedi here. I don't know. I'm kind of winging this as we go, because I originally had the Last Jedi much lower. But the more I think about it, you know, at least there's some, like the thing with the Last Jedi, it's it has some like great moments. Honestly, some of the best moments in the series, and mostly because like I don't know. I thought I thought it definitely had some of the best moments in the series. Um, but there's just so much. This is one of my this is probably like my least favorite movie, but it's like a better movie than, you know, like attack the clones or solo. So I like, I got to put it higher up, you know? Um, so let's, let's first get into like the good stuff about this movie. Like the set pieces are great in the last Jedi. Um, like the, the throne room fight with, yeah. with Ray that's and nice. Kylo. That's, like, that's a cool ass scene. Yeah, and like the action is like he knows how to direct action, Ryan Johnson, and yeah. like the some of the shots in this movie are so cool. Like he does it like cinematography wise. Like I have no complaints about this movie, but it just plot wise, this movie fell so flat. Yeah. Um, let's talk about like the central thing that this movie revol- revolved around fuel. Like the movie revolves around. The Jedi or the rep, like the Rebel cruiser or the res- the Resistance cruiser, not being able to get out of the uh, what are, what's the what's the Empire's like the future Empire in the sequels, the First Order, the First yeah. Order cruiser, like the Resistance cruiser was not able to get out of the range of the Resistance cruiser because they were low on fuel. 
You know how stupid that sounds? Like considering yeah, like all the other stuff in the, that's happened in Star Wars, it's just a lazy plot device. And that's like my main criticism with the, the like the sequels. It's just like lazy writing because they want to get from like, they yeah. want to get to point B so bad. And so like the stuff between point A and point B is just terrible. It's just lazy and forced. Dude, yeah. I forgot about that. Like fucking fuel. <laughs> It's so stupid. Yeah, that was so stupid. That was re- that was pretty stupid. The Poe, or sorry, the Finn and Rose side arc. Was oh god, ever seen in Star Wars? Um, what is the point of it? What is the point of it? It was a, it was a, it was a social commentary on animal cruelty and how elites are bad. Yeah, and also what is, for, some yeah. Reason, for some reason the movie ended with like a young Jedi or a young force sensitive person that never it's never going to be touched on ever again. So oh, I don't yeah. know what the point was. Like there was, <laughs> there was no plan. Like, like you said, like JJ got the series, the sequel or the sequels off onto a great start. Ryan went, went his own way. And then JJ had to like retcon some things and it just was just a mess. It was such a yeah. mess. And well, one of the things I will commend this movie for, which is kind of like you said, like it tries to, it tries to dive into some things that we hadn't really seen before. Yeah. Like kind of go more into the Jedi mythology, I think. Yeah. He's like, cool. Like I commend him for trying that. Um, but it, it's just like, it's not, it's clear that it's like half of this movie is just doesn't need to be there. Yeah. Which is the, the, movie, the movie used like the force in some cool ways, like the force projection that Luke used was pretty cool. Like that scene where Luke like fights Kylo or like dodges all Kylo's mm-hmm. stuff at the end and then see, says, see around kid is like one yeah. of the cool things in this That's series. cool. Like, I, I love that so much. And I wonder though, one thing I wonder, and this is like kind of a mythology question, like how much can force ghosts do? That's what I remember well, thinking. Apparently force ghosts can now like catch lightsabers according to the rise of Skywalker. Which yeah. Like, oh my God. Like, then there's no death then I guess. <laughs> That is not a thing. They're just so poorly. Okay, moving moving on. Yeah. So Captain Phasma was literally Boba Fett 2.0. And it's like they wanted to do that after like everything with Boba Fett was like, he died way too early. Nobody liked that. Why is why did he die so early? And now they did the same thing with a cool clone trooper. And now Captain Phasma just like dies. I don't even remember anything about Captain Phasma, honestly. <laughs> well, she was like cool in theory. Like her voice was cool. Like she was kind of badass from what we saw. And then, I mean, it was like, just clearly reskinned Boba Fett, though. Yeah, but like I don't know why you do that again. Like, yeah, just to give Finn something to do. Just so no, it's it's just so there's a female Boba Fett, honestly. Okay, but then don't kill her off. Like, yeah, do something cool. Okay, and then. <laughs> Yeah, the stuff with Poe and Captain Holdo was, or Admiral Holdo was just so. That was just ridiculous. Like, why do you not tell him the plan? Telling, not yeah. telling him the plan was just, like, what harm is Poe gonna do? Like Poe was like, I know Poe was like a little reckless, but he's not like ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It just, it just seemed like lazy writing, and it also it's just so crazy, like tension that i didn't really care about at all yeah well another another thing too though and the biggest problem i have with these these sequels is that ray the main character 
has no flaws, has no issues, never has moments of weakness, really. Yeah. Again, takes away from not only the tension, but it takes away from like the character herself being like a great character. Like Luke in the originals, he, like I, he's annoying. Perfect. Luke was annoying. Yeah. He has so many problems. And then he became him in the end. That's why he was satisfying. Yeah. Because you see his arc, you see him having problems, you see him developing as a person. It's like, it's a great character arc. Ray has none of that right from the beginning. She's got no problems. She can fucking fight anybody she well, wants. Well, the most character she has is in The Force Awakens. So, yeah, which is a great movie. Yeah, so we'll get into that. Um, okay, a couple more things that are just stupid. Holdo, even though her sacrifice is like really cool and like one of the coolest scenes in the movie and in the series where she like goes through, like, like goes hyperspeed in uh, the cruiser. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember that was that. sick. That was cool, yeah. But the thing that really irritated me was Luke in this movie. So you're telling me, okay, first off, right as Luke gets like his Ray hands in the lightsaber. And I, I think of this as a metaphor for like Ryan Johnson and JJ Abrams. Cause like JJ is like Ray and then Ryan Johnson is Luke. And so when like Ray hands Luke the baton, I guess, or like the lightsaber, like oh. <laughs> Ryan slash yeah. Luke just completely throw it over their head. And it's just like a metaphor, like how he treated this movie. He's like, you know what? You had all this plan in this direction. I'm just going to do my own thing. I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to explore what I want to explore. Also, Luke would never do that. Like Luke, if Luke saw his lightsaber that he hasn't seen in 40 years, do you think he would just throw it over him? I don't Dude. care. If yeah. Trust the Jedi Order anymore. It just doesn't make sense. It's not Luke Skywalker. Also, Luke Skywalker would not draw a lightsaber on an unarmed on the on his nephew who's unarmed even if he saw like a flash of like the dark side like Luke Skywalker would not do that you know what I mean like he like really he, oh he wouldn't yeah yeah you bring up a great point though like they also ruin except for I like how Han was handled in The Force Awakens yeah um but they kind of ruined Luke in this movie yeah like Luke's just, another problem I have with it I mean even though it was like it's like redemption I guess he should have never been redeemed, but his like ending was really cool. Yeah. So he shouldn't have died in this movie. Like there's no reason for him to die. I know, but it's also Leia, Leia, like getting like, you know what would have been cool? If, if Kylo killed Leia, just saying like, if he exploded her or like he shot down his, uh, or shot down her ship and like she died, like that would have been, that would have been interesting, you know? But the thing, like her, like using her force powers to propel her back from mid space into the, like, it's just. Dude, that's bad. such a dumb scene. She's like, so bad. She's like fucking Superman in space back to the ship. I know. This, this movie, like, has some great moments, but it has some just terrible, terrible things going for it. And it was just also Snoke's death. Snoke. Okay. Snoke in The Force Awakens is creepy and is scary. He's scary. Yeah. And. You know, they they kind of set him up to be the next Palpatine or whatever. And who knows? I think JJ had some really cool things planned for him. But nope. He's cut in half. <laughs> He's cut in half. Also, how could he not tell that Kylo was turning the lightsaber on him? Like, he's the most yeah. powerful force being in the universe at this point. 
And there's like some lightsaber like right in the right next to him. You're telling right me right next to him. He can't tell. Judgment is cloud, that much clouded, so he can't even see that. Like, get out of here. That's terrible. That is bullshit. So right. I think we should move on. Um, this movie, a lot of a lot of problems. I put it at number seven. Um, I still Jedi. respect it. What? You put the Last Jedi at seven? Yeah. Yeah, the Last Jedi. Yeah. Uh, I still respect it for doing some good things. Great cinematography too. It's not it's not dog shit at the end of the day. It's just disappointing, I think. Well, I think it I mean it's like it's the worst okay, it's not the worst movie, but in the sequels. But what it did was it's like the choices it's made were definitely the most damaging of yeah. any Star Wars movie. That, that's a fair point. That's definitely a fair point. So, so yeah, I had Last Jedi at seven. I had the Phantom Menace at seven. Um, I thought this movie's grown on me. Um, Darth Maul is sick. Pod racing stuff is great. Um, and this is more of just like a thing that I like about the the prequels, and that actually the sequels didn't do. But they worked C three PO and R two into these movies, and like they made them like an integral part, and like that yeah. I loved. But they didn't do that in the sequels because 3PO, well, they kind of kept 3PO, but he doesn't make any money. But R2 makes money. So what they did was, you know, let's get some new cute little toys or cute little droids. Like, I I liked BB-8, but he, like, became less and less involved as the series went on. Wait, wait, are you talking about the Phantom Menace? I'm moving, I'm moving on. Sorry. I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of going off on a tangent here, but. Like a lot of the stuff with like the sequels was just a money grab. It just oh was, yeah yeah for sure. It, but like the stuff with the droids and like the rise of Skywalker, they had like four different droids. It's and clear, dude. It's such like toys. It's such a money grab. The entire yeah. thing is a money grab. The thing I liked about the Phantom Menace is that they kept it consistent. Like they had C three PO and R two as like integral parts of the. That's movies. fair. That's fair. Yeah, so, I like that a lot. Um. The music was like the music was great. John Williams is like definitely the goat at this stuff. So I thought it wasn't as bad. I mean, I, I, but like most of like like what we've talked about earlier, like the Trade Federation and the Midichlorians, and like even the ending stuff with like the final battle on Naboo and like the space battles, kind of, kind of a snooze fest. But you know, it's not as bad as I remember. Yeah. All right. So. Going on to number six here, I think this is where we kind of start to get into good movie territory, yeah. yes. good Star Wars. Um, this is where I had Revenge of the Sith. I had it here too. Uh, dude, Revenge of the Sith, I think, is undoubtedly the best movie of the prequels. Yes. But the the fight between Obi-Wan and Anakin, I forget the planet, but on the lava planet. It's Kurskant, right? I have no idea, honestly. But that is like... That's probably one of like my three favorite Star Wars scenes or Star Wars battles ever. Yeah, like, dude, that is just so sick. Yeah, that is that is so awesome. I mean, um, like, he, like the thing where like the thing I liked about like the original trilogy and even like the sequel trilogy is that the fights were like a little more grounded in choreography because it's like yeah. they were like slashing at each other and it felt like raw and real. This felt like two Jedi Masters like going at it, like showing all their skills. And it was a nice change of pace. And it just felt just like the cinematography with the lob in the back. And it was actually surprisingly emotional. 
Like, it, yeah, it has emotion. That's what I was going to say. It has so much more emotion than any of the other two prequels. Yeah. Um, Anakin actually has, like, depth to his character, I think, because mm-hmm. he's conflicted, obviously, yeah. turning to the dark side. Um, another thing, too, the opening space battle and then the fight against Count Dooku. Yeah, that's pretty good. I like that. I thought that was a cool opening. Um, it's just a solid movie in general, I think. Yeah. Order 66, too. Yeah. Order 66. That's, that's so sad. But it's like, that it's is, well done, yeah. too. Palpatine's that is turn. quite the betrayal. Yeah. Palpatine's turn is great. Um, they make that really work. The fight with, like, Yoda and Palpatine's also really good. Yeah. And... You know this movie. Movie does a nice job, like tying like a bow on all the pre- on all the prequels, and it fills in like all the gaps pretty well. So I thought it was like it's definitely one of the better movies for sure. Mm. Also, Grievous is like pretty good, but this this the prequels have a, this problem where they like recycle villains so quickly. Like at yeah. first it's Darth Maul, then it's Dooku, then it's Grievous, then it's Palpatine. Like over four movies. Like the thing with. The thing with the original trilogy, it was just Vader. And so, like, we actually got to know him. Yeah. And it, like, it, it adds so much more impact. So. I, I, yeah, I, I liked Grievous. I, I think he a lot of hate. I think he's, I think he's just, because he's kind of like a throwaway villain, like you're saying. He's just kind of there for the time being until, yeah. like, they do the Palpatine reveal. But I think he's good. Yeah. And, like, Hayden Christensen's better in this movie. Like, even, yeah. like, it asked for him to, like, be more emotional. And, it's, like, probably a harder role than in the movie beforehand but like he's pretty good but the dialogue still sucks but it's whatever <laughs> um all right number five so you had revenge of the sith at six too yeah yeah um all right we'll move on then number five uh this is where i had rogue one okay um i really i really like this more than i thought i would i think this is like not a cash grab necessarily. Well, I mean, oh, it's not a cash grab. It's like yeah, this it's not a cash. It's yeah. it's like a. It's just done so well. I think it's not something they needed to do, but they did it, and they did it right. Instead of just do, it could have been a cash grab. Oh, totally. Could have. It could have been like solo, but no, they took it. They said we're gonna do this right. This is something that people have wanted forever. And the one thing I just gotta say about this is when Vader shows up at the end. That's like. That's like the best piece of fan service, like in the history yeah. of fan service. Honestly. That is so awesome. The that top five so Star Wars cool. moment for sure. Oh, easily. I would argue it's top three. Yeah. This is like, this is the Vader that we should be scared of. Like the yeah. thing, like they didn't, like, yeah, it's wasn't scary. like wiping out fools in the original trilogy, mostly because they didn't have the budget for that or the technology. But like, this is like Vader's taking out guys left and right. Like he's super scary. And this is the Vader, like, we should be feared, like, we should fear mm-hmm. as viewers. So, I didn't ha- – I had Rogue One at four. I had Return of the Jedi here. Um, this is, like – I thought Return of the Jedi is, like, a pretty good Star Wars movie. Um, like, the Jabba's Palace stuff is great. Um, Boba Fett getting off is, like, like still a grievance of mine. But – I thought like the stuff with Jabba is great. Han like being saved was the right decision early on. Yeah. And um, the Rancor pit and like, or the Rancor and then like the Sarlacc pit is just all like kind of legend at this point. And it's, it's yeah. r- really good stuff. And then 
like the stuff on Endor is where it kind of gets a little messy for me. I think the Ewoks and everything. Yeah. Like the Ewoks, like they're cool and all, but it seems, and they're like, they're cute and stuff, but it kind of seems like it was a money grab. Cause like they didn't really have like a lot of purpose. I mean, I I mean, like I get that. And like they made like Ewok movies after, which kind of like furthers that. So I think it's good stuff, but I think like the Ewok or like Endor could have been handled a little bit better. But the final like half hour or so is just perfect. Yeah, like, it's with the two simultaneous battles, the yeah. the Luke Vader battle and then when Vader saves Luke. And also like the space battle is like pretty good too. With like Lando and and also like the people on Endor like Han and Leia on, on Endor. So like they got three like simultaneous battles. And obviously like Luke and Vader is like the most interesting, but the other two weren't like a snooze fest, you know? Mm-hmm. Whereas other movies can't say the same. Yeah. So I think, I think four or five is a good spot for this. Did you have it at four? Uh, no, I actually had the force awakens at four. Okay. Um, so I reviewed this a couple of days ago. I thought this was the perfect way to set up the sequels. I thought Ray and Finn, the du- their duo was like, I thought it was great. I thought it was going to work great. Um, they played perfectly off each other. I love how they used Han in this movie too. Mm-hmm. Um, they had great fight scenes as well, um, especially in the snow when, like, he's trying to pick up the lightsaber and it goes to Ray instead of Kylo. Yeah, that's a top three moment, honestly, for me. That's that's pretty badass. Um, it's just it's such a like yeah, it's similar to is it is it a New Hope reskin? Kind of. Kind of like I get that argument, but I don't think that makes it bad. You know, I still think I still think it's it was a, such a great way to start off the sequels, and it kind of makes me sad thinking about like how they they start off on such a bang and then and they just they just shit the bed. Yeah. After that, super frustrating. It's such a great foundation, and I'll talk about it when I get into my Force Awakens stuff. But I love this movie, and I think. Yeah, again, it got like it was like the perfect start to the the sequel trilogy. Um, at four, I had Rogue One, so I mean, it might be a little hot take to have this at top four, but I think it's like I think it perfectly fills in the gap between the prequels and sequels, or sorry, the prequels and the original trilogy. Um, like all the characters, like super likable, you know, like Jin Erso is a good character, Cassian Andor is like pretty good as well. And then also like K2SO, like the droid is like pretty funny. And all their deaths are like meaningful and, and pretty sad. Like I also like knew it was coming. Yeah. Like seeing them all die was like, it was kind of a bummer, but like they all achieved their purpose and they got the plan. It's a good ending. Yeah. Yeah. And um, there's so many like great moments with like Vader. Also like Orson Krennic, like the villain, Ben Mendelsohn is like pretty good. Dude, Grand Moff Tarkin was a little weird in this movie because he was completely CGI. Yeah, it's always weird when they do that. It just, like, it doesn't feel right. It feels a little off. I think it's, like, called the Uncanny Valley where, like, you can notice something, like, it's a little different, but it, like, looks super real. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought, but I thought, like, like, his dialogue was great. Like, all the dialogue in this movie, like, that's that's the bare minimum for me to, like, like a Star Wars movie. If the plot is coherent and the dialogue doesn't suck, it's like a good Star Wars movie for me. 
Yeah. So statement. I, I like this movie a lot. There's also a lot of tension in like them getting the plans, even though like I knew they got the plans. Like we all. Yeah, that that's movie. that's true. There actually is. Like, like you think they might not, but even though. So that's just like a credit to the filmmaking. So I think it's for sure top four. Yeah. Um, all right. I, I want to hear this, Mike. So you probably have not, you might have noticed that I haven't put any of the original three yet. <laughs> I haven't mentioned any three. And I think we're going to start off by doing that here. Number three, I have a new hope. Wow. You really like Return of the Jedi. Yeah, I do. I do like Return of the Jedi. But I, you know, I think A New Hope, it's, it was, I want to say it's very similar to The Force Awakens, but The Force Awakens is very similar to A New Hope. Yeah. Um, but it, just, it also did such a great job of starting off the series. It gave kind of this basic good versus evil story that like we could look, that you could look forward to in the coming trilogy, in the coming two movies of the trilogy. Mm -hmm. um, and this is when I'll get into Empire Strikes Back, but you know, it was solid in setting up like the dynamic between all the characters. There's some great battle scenes. All the battle scenes are are great in the original three, I think. Yeah. Uh, there's not one where I'm like, all right, well, that's dumb or that just doesn't seem real yeah. at all. Um, like the, the set pieces, like you can like you can name all the set pieces from the original trilogy. Like they're all memorable, you know. Yeah, super memorable. Um, blowing up the Death Star. I love that. I mean, again, it's just, it's another, it was perfect, solid start to this trilogy. Yeah. Like as a standalone, it's like, it's like a nine out of 10 movie. I have it at three, two. Um, like the great, it's just great character arts. Obi-Wan sacrifices, like meaningful, like introducing the force and lightsabers. It's like, we take it for granted at this point, but it's still like so cool. And like, mm -hmm. it's actually like such an inventive idea considering it was made in like 1974, whatever. Um, but like it's introduced to the best villain of all time. Um, oh yeah, for Luke sure. Luke is a great protagonist and introduces great characters like Han, Chewie, the droids. Leia is also pretty cool. Um, it's blowing up Alderaan too. So good. Like my only gripe is like maybe them blowing up the Death Star was a little like, I don't know, it doesn't like make the most sense, but like, it's i mean it you know you sacrifice that as a viewer yeah overall it's, it's a nice victory at the end of it i think yeah i don't think it's meant to be like this big giant finale it's just like a nice victory yeah as like as a standalone movie like you could leave that movie like i mean it was created hey, good you, yeah you actually could like them getting the medals you know yeah. so, um it was really good stuff uh so okay we both had that at three yeah um all right number two you're right i do love return of the jedi um for me i kind of the the other trilogy i'd parallel this to would kind of be the dark knight trilogy with yeah. a, an, an insane second movie and a, and a solid third movie to wrap up the trilogy like i think part of the part of the reason people i feel like i see a lot of hate not hate but i see like People don't like this movie as much as I do. Yeah. I think it's like when you come off of something like The Empire Strikes Back, you know, you just expect the, th the next movie to be on that level. Yeah. And I feel like that automatically hurts just before we even watch it. It like hurts your, it hurts your opinion yeah. of 
the next movie or like the return of the jedi or the dark knight rises yeah and or endgame. <laughs> yeah or endgame even this is just like it's it's a perfect wrap-up to all the character arcs um i i just i don't find a ton of problems with it you know i don't the ewoks i think are fun i think it's it's a you it's very unique how they use them in the end um yeah. but i like it um I don't remember. I don't remember too much from this movie. I, I watched it a while ago, but it's just—it's very solid. It's great in wrapping up every character. It could have screwed it up, yeah. honestly. But I mean, like the final stuff, like Luke and Palpatine and Vader is great. Some of yeah. these lines, you know, Vader's redemption, Jabba uh, too at the beginning, Jabba's palace. Yeah, that like that's like an underrated sequence in my opinion. Yeah, like also like so you see Luke like with the new lightsaber and like how much. He's like become a badass, like in his all black suit. And like, there's like question, like they make you question, like would Luke turn or would Vader turn? Like you don't even know. So there's like, yeah, you, that's true. You do question it in the end. So it's, it's a good movie. I think it's definitely top. It's definitely top five for me, but I get like the number two placement. It's so many, so many great lessons in it too. And just star Wars in general, Yeah, like the emperor is just tempting Luke to give into his anger and he's like, no, not going to happen. Like, these movies are also, like, really fun. Like, the original tr- trilogy movies, like, like all yeah. of the stuff with Han and uh, Chewie, like, their, like, banter is so funny. I, I'm trying to yeah. think of, like, oh, this is Empire. But, like, even in this movie, it's just really funny. Yeah. Um, for two, I have, <laughs> I have Empire at two. So... Um, dude, I don't know about that. I dude, know. I, know, I know, I know, I know. But I like, okay, I'll get into it when I talk about my number one. But Empire is okay. It's like it's like a toss up between Empire or my number one movie. Um, Yoda is like one of the best characters in like movie history. The way he's introduced, oh, like, like complete jokester, and then like turns like he reveals himself as this like old Jedi master, like badass so many great lines the way he talks um the hoth sequence is amazing the way that luke Luke, like learns from yoda also like the asteroid field and han and leia and 3po and chewie and art you know han leia 3po and chewie like getting away from boba fett going to cloud city meeting lando lando's a great character the twist there and then the greatest reveal of movie history like the greatest twist, the greatest, like, dude, there is no other argument for what is the greatest twist in movie history. Yeah. Anything is, anything, any other argument needs to be shot down immediately because yeah. there is none. It's There's just, none. it's, it's fantastic. Um, it's like, the ending is like, just like with Luke and Leia, like looking out of the window, you know, it's like pretty like sad, but like, you also are like, I need to know what happens next. And Han, like, his, like, him sacrificing himself or finally giving in, him saying, I love you, I know. Like, there's so many, like, memorable moments. Like, definitely, if you don't have this top two, like, what are you doing? I would even argue if you don't have this number one. I, 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 can, I can defend it, okay? I can defend it. We'll get into it later. Mike, I want, what's your thoughts on this movie? Dude, I mean, this is just, like, yeah, this is my number one. This is, like... I don't even know if I'd consider this a 10 out of 10. Like I would, I'd have to like really evaluate it, but I think it's definitely, it's either like 
It's a nine point five at a minimum. It's like not yeah. It's like nine point nine or ten out of ten for me. This is just like this set the stage for just I mean filmmaking in general. Honestly, yeah. like dude, there there are no problems with this movie. There's just yeah. not. There's just like dude, Yoda, Vader is the greatest. I Vader is definitely the greatest movie villain of all time. Yeah, um, he really like he kind of goes from like some average. Um, run of the mill not run of the mill but just like an okay villain in a new hope to like some badass oh yeah he like take, definitely takes a step up in this movie yeah and like the original a new hope kind of set it up that it was going to be like some just good versus evil yada, yada 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 but this made it took it to another level it made got some like good like, philosophy lessons out of this movie yeah it wasn't just some good versus evil and lasers and shit and ships, whatever. Yeah. It like it took it to another level. Yeah. It took it beyond that. Some multi-layered deep story about like um with these really emotional characters, great battle scenes. Yeah. Um I love I love uh the Hoth battle at the beginning. Yeah. That's such a good sequence. And also like you want to banter done right between characters that like actually make you care about these characters. This is that movie. Like the force awakens does a great job of that. Like, honestly, like other than the original trilogy, like the force awakens, like does a great job of having like banter between characters and like allowing you to care for these characters. But mm-hmm. like the empire strikes back, like the stuff with Han and Leia at the beginning of that movie gets like overlooked. Yeah. It's great. It's it all so well. Also, like, Leia, Chewie, C-3PO. Their love art, too. Yeah. It's perfect. So, I mean, mean, this is just, like, it's so perfect. Yoda's, and what I was saying earlier, it's just the lessons you can take from these movies, too. Mm -hmm. It's like they do everything for you. They're, you know, they're not, they're not scared to kill people or take these big, dark turns, yet they're funny. Um, They work, and they work, and they're in character. Everything like the Vader twist works perfectly. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. Okay. You know, it, it seems like really out there. Like there, I remember the first time I ever watched that, I was like, "What? That makes no sense." But dude, it's like, it's so great. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I have the Force Awakens at one. I know. I know. I know. There's gonna be some. I'm gonna get some hate for this, but I honestly think this is. Like, this is for sure top four, in my opinion. But if you have it, like, if you have it in another order, I get it. But I, this is, like, one of my favorite movies for all time. Mostly because this is, like, the Star Wars movie, like, I grew up with, you know? And, like, we all did. But, like, I just remember my hype for this movie being off the charts. The first trailer for this movie is, like, honestly enough to make a grown man cry. And I think the way this movie was executed was amazing. Poe's introduction is with Finn is like so perfect. Their chemistry is like amazing. And you like, like these characters right away and they feel real. And, you know, Finn and Ray's like adventures on Jakku with like the Falcon and then them meeting um, Han and Chewie, like that felt like real. And like seeing Han go through this character arc through the movie or like, seeing like Han be like a different role in this movie from like, as like the older, you know, like Obi-Wan type role. 
is just so perfect and it works so well. Um, the action is great. The soundtrack is great. Kyle's a great villain. Um, this is one of his better movies. Um, I like his soundtrack, like his, his theme, like all the themes in these movies are great. Like, but especially in the sequels too, like Ray's theme and Kylo's theme is just, is just great. This like star, star killer base is a pretty intimidating, um, dude. Yeah. When they shoot out that giant ass laser from the planet. Yeah. That shit is crazy. I remember watching that in theaters. That was fucking nuts. Yeah, I know. And it was just, I mean, I get, I get, like, I get the criticisms. Like, it's a, it's a New Hope knockoff, but I don't care. I don't care. Like, it works. I think it's, for me, it works. I mean, it works better than the New Hope for me because it, like, that's, like, the stuff I grew up with. Like, I'll grow up with, like, just knowing, like, how much potential these characters had. Like, Ray, you know, Poe and Finn. Like, there was so much. And you got to see, like, how badass like Poe was in the air as a like as a as a fighter and then the final battle with Ray being the protagonist which like I didn't mind that like I thought that was like a good twist you know like a good subversion of expectation like having Ray be the force sensitive one yeah so I don't know I, I well, love here's, here's the thing though like I I honestly have no problem with that you putting that number one like Mm-hmm. Do, okay do i much prefer the empire strikes back yeah i do oh, yeah. which like but i mean dude it's all about it's all about preference like there's no wrong take when it comes oh, no to there, there are some no mike there are some wrong there takes. are there are there are oh, any, like, like, okay i get like any movie maybe other than return of the jedi being number one but like i get any of the top six movies being number one yeah you know, the same top six like those are like definitively the best you know, those are the best. It's, there's a clear bottom half and top half with these Star Wars movies. So, one an, another thing I wanted to touch on real quick about The Empire Strikes Back is I just love. I'm. I think you might have mentioned this. It's it's pretty dark. Like thinking about it, like there's not a single there's not a victory really with the good guys in it, which yeah, I respect. Like, it works. I really respect. Yeah, and it's not like, but like there's there's lighthearted moments. Yeah, you know? and there's like little victories, like Luke getting more powerful with the Force, right? And Han getting Leia through all this, and yeah. whatever. Like, there's like there's little victories, you know, but it's not like depressing enough to where it's like unwashable. It just it gives you so many different like it dangles so many different emotions, so many different emotions, and it does it so perfectly. Yeah. It's like what you're saying, like the scenes with Yoda. Like those are so uplifting, and then later it's like the ending when Han gets frozen, and they just and there's like the shot of Luke and Leia looking out the window. Like yeah. that's kind of depressing as fuck. But like there's parts of the movie where you're like you're you're hopeful and you're thinking like all right yeah they're gonna do this you're gonna win. Yeah. So it um, I mean it's for sure top two. I I just love the Force Awakens because like that's also fair. Han's death is perfect. Yeah. So well, that is, that is good. I I respect them for doing that, honestly. And he wanted to like get killed off for like years, so like this is just like a perfect way for him for him to go out. And dude, was, that theater yeah. experience was something else, though. I will yeah. say, The Force Awakens. That was one of like one of like my most emotional experiences in a the theater for sure. Yeah, that was awesome. It was just like a roller coaster, and like you're still like happy and hopeful by the end of it. 
which also like feels my disappointment for the last Jedi. But I digress. Um, like that was a good list. I'm glad we got through that. Um, I'm glad we agreed for the most part on the top six. Um, so basically, in conclusion, if you have if our top six is not your top six, what is wrong with you? Um, those are definitely the best six movies. Uh, yeah, that's that's fair. So um, we'll be back uh, sometime next week. We got some more uh, sports episodes brewing. Um, NBA is coming back. MLB is coming back. Um, vaccine, hopefully by fall. Cross our fingers. But um, who knows at this point? Uh, we'll keep doing our best to keep making content and uh, keep talking about mo- movies and sports. So uh, this yes, has been a good episode. Um, follow us on social media at on Instagram at what is the buzz. Mike's putting out some really good content there. We just dropped our top 25 movies list. Yeah. Um, go take a look. Um, we'll, we'll narrow it down to our top 10 through some fan voting system later this week. We'll just, we'll see, we'll see what, we'll see the reception we get on it. Yeah. So, um, and then Twitter at what's buzzing Spotify, it's YouTube at what's buzzing. So until next time, keep buzzing.